Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Unrestricted, Aubrey and Will, we're here on a special Wednesday edition. Uh, still Monday if you're watching the video. Because it's Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving week. Yes. And I'm I'm so thankful for you. Can I start with that? <laughs> Thank you. No, seriously. And if I may also be equally cheesy, I am thankful for you, Aubrey. Oh. Like, legit. No, no, seriously. You're one of my favorite people in the world. And I'm so glad this is a year that we got to become friends. And look, it is Thanksgiving week. What's your traditional Thanksgiving like? Well, my traditional Thanksgiving in the last few years has been spending the morning in O'Hare Airport. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that like Thanksgiving, I think over time changes. Growing up, my Thanksgiving was always meet up with my cousins and play video games all day. And then eventually dinner's ready. And now my Thanksgiving is a mix between meet up with essentially like my long-term college friends in Chelan, which is like wine country out east in Washington, or go over to my mom's house. She's like 45 minutes away. And my sister just cooks this gigantic feast where there's no way I can eat everything, but I try to anyway. But it's interesting because like Thanksgiving is now always tied to AEW. And I know we're in Chicago because that's where Tony's family is. And I feel like that's just a part of my Thanksgiving now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this is what, uh, all but one year you had to spend thanksgiving in chicago oh that's um, right yeah that jacksonville year <laughs> forget about that because <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty much kind of the same way in that we have the house that hosts thanksgiving so it is always stressful a, i don't know if it's stressful i have fun with it but also it's probably because like as far as the food is concerned i'm probably doing the least i'm like moving stuff around and preparing things and then i've always got a football game going in the background mm-hmm. and then people start showing up my brothers show up my my parents come in and all of that. And so it's Thanksgiving has always been, it's actually my favorite holiday. No joke. Same, same. Look at us. Hey, (laughs) I wonder why we're friends. But but legit, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. You know, my wife's a big Halloween person, but for me, I love food. Oh, Uh, that's one thing. I'm literally looking at a mirror right now. (laughs) Yeah, Like I love food and I love good conversation and I love being around people I love. And so like to get to do that, I'd love more reasons to do that in the year, but to, to, you know, we have the day off, we get to sit around and just talk and eat and and have a good time. And then my go-to tradition is 
the movie Adam's Family Values. Uh, and specifically because of the Thanksgiving play at the end, the uh, eat us. Hey, it's Thanksgiving Day. That whole play, like, because of that, we have to watch that movie every Thanksgiving. And, like, my it. kids now recognize it as, like, a Thanksgiving tradition. My kids, uh, like, it just kind of started as this bit of a gag of, like, hey, you know, I want to watch Adam's Family Value and see the Thanksgiving play. And now my kids, like, they're like, all right, Dad, it's time. Let's throw in Aww, Adam's Family Values. And, like, it became this, like, tradition in our house. And so Thanksgiving is a, is a period that I'm always looking forward to. By the time you're listening to this, I'll probably be watching Adam's Family Values and, and enjoying my favorite scenes. And so, uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm a really, really big Thanksgiving guy. So we're here to wish everyone who listens to this podcast, Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a safe happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I mean, we talk a lot about things that we're thankful for. There's a couple things I'm not thankful for. There's a couple people at AEW that I absolutely hate. <sighs> and unfortunately, Will, I think we have an interesting podcast guest today. I recognize I'm going to have to play a little bit of Peacemaker here. You might have to. I might have to. So just for today, I would like to keep this one civil. I would like to keep this one in order. I would like to keep this one professional, if you can, Aubrey. Oh, oh, I like that you call me out. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm calling you out. <laughs> because our guest today is the one and only Karen Jarrett. This bitch. Karen, thank you for joining us. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing on here. Or like, I don't know who I am, what I'm doing. Like, am I going to be fine if I cuss on here? It's generally okay. Like, I've been trying to avoid it more. <laughs> I've just not answered emails. I've oh. not responded. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, got the, I got the invite from Stacy for this podcast. I'm like, is this a contractual obligation? Do I have to talk to this bitch? Like, I really don't want to. Yeah, pretty much Jeff said I had to do it. Yeah, it's like, uh, all of us are just collectively sighing, like, fine, we'll get through this. It'll be fine. How long do we have to be on here for? How long? Too long. This? Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Look, all right, you you guys, this is great. This is great having you both in one place. Like, legit, it is. I don't think that word means what you think it means. I wouldn't <laughs> now, I, I will say this, though, and I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. Oh, no. Because uh, as as much as we get wrapped up in, in who Karen Jarrett is on screen, Karen Jarrett, legitimately, one of my favorite people at work. Legitimately, Aww. one of the Thank kindest you. people I get. It's like a genuinely a joy every time I get to come across Karen Jarrett at work. And Thank you. Uh, See, Aubrey. <laughs> she's always kind. Always make sure to speak. Like, it's great. It's great. I, I can't think of a Wednesday that's gone by in the last few months that since we, we, we bonded on the rental car or the hotel yeah shuttle? On, the, on the hotel shuttle yeah pretty much we yeah. always make sure we have a conversation <laughs> it's great no i love karen jared and karen karen of course you've been in aew now almost as long as i have i think you started like two weeks later may 21st yeah uh and yeah it was may 3rd so Ooh. pretty close there and jeff just celebrated one year yes he, he did. did he did he did Tell me about how that came together and how it was decided on that you would be a part of uh, of team a, a team you're very familiar with, with Jeff and uh, Sanam <laughs> and, and Jay and Sanjay. And Sanjay. Yep. Well, it was very last minute when it was decided on. Oh, you and don't I, say. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to wrestling. <laughs> right? And I thought it was going to happen maybe sooner than it did when there was some... Um, stuff that happened with the acclaimed. 
Mm-hmm. And I know different ideas were tossed around backstage. And, you know, Jeff said several times was like, well, I think this may happen. I think that might happen. And didn't happen, didn't happen. And uh, I guess it was actually Dax kept pushing for it from what I've heard. Um, so we have him to thank for me showing up. Oh, God, I liked him. Now, not yeah. so much. Oh, here we go. Well, maybe if you would have stayed out of my husband's business, I would have never showed up. I I was just doing my job. Okay. That's my alibi. Yeah. So it like literally, I think it was like 36 hours before Wow. we were told, hey, we need you there. I think the first time we met in person was actually backstage at Revolution a couple months before. Mm-hmm. I was doing Jeff's tag match as I normally do. And I, I think you walked up to me, you're like, hey, I'm going to be a huge bitch on Twitter. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Everything I've heard about her is correct. <laughs> Just in that one sentence. <laughs> well... And at the same time, I'm like, don't touch my husband. I have to look, you know what? I'm just, I'm just trying to keep everyone in line. Don't just, interfere in his matches. Don't look, his oh, don't, don't put this on people. me. Don't put this on me. Look, okay. So it's, it's, there's always like a couple things that are inevitable in wrestling. And I think like anytime Jeff Jarrett is on screen, it's like, okay, Karen's going to get here eventually. Yeah. Even when we had him on the podcast, I, I think one of the questions is like, are we going to see Karen? He's like, just wait. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's a rhetorical question. We all know the answer. You weren't here happy about that (laughs) no I think there was like a run-in happening and I was on the outside and I see you kind of come in and I just literally yell oh this bitch and someone in the crowd in the front row just looks at me and just starts laughing (laughs) but I have to say I compare Aubrey like and we're having fun on here but I absolutely love working with you dude okay yeah like can I say this now like you're one of my literal favorite people at work and I'm just like (laughs) I compare it to when I or how it makes me feel is when I worked with Velvet Sky. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We would go at it and we would be nasty. And then we'd like, Jeff was going to punch me for this. Probably. <laughs> like, oh. But like, as soon as you get in the back, like that's the first person you're looking for to thank. Mm-hmm. Just so fun. So fun. Or one of my favorite things, like more recently, because I think like we've connected on a like – we're sort of the people who have been around the block. Like I haven't been in wrestling very long, but having had previous careers, like, and then we kind of see our coworkers who are more younger and immature. And we're just like, okay, let's, let's just go gossip and like (laughs) talk about all this shit. You're here to work. (laughs) Right. Like, okay, we're here to get stuff done and then we're going to go home. And like you and I are very much in that same mindset. And I'm just like, why are we having a problem doing this? Like just go up there, go work and then go home. Yes. It's not you, that hard. It is not that hard. Oh my god. Oh my god. You well, know, you're I, probably I, not going to get to say too much on here. No, 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 <laughs> no. No. Honestly, I, I have to say, talking about Jeff for a second, my favorite subject. I, I would say, yeah, I've been watching Jeff Jarrett pretty much my entire life. Having watched Jeff Jarrett, I had never gotten to see Jeff Jarrett truly in action until I worked in AEW. What I mean by that okay. is. I was in the room for the the pitch that got you that that brought you on screen. Oh, tell me. And what, and what I find interesting about it is that Jeff Jarrett, again, pulling back. <laughs> oh, the curtain I know this a little story. Bit. Yeah, but pulling back the curtain a little bit. But Jeff Jarrett is an extremely charming guy. Like Jeff Jarrett will. When he's got something he wants to, to pitch or some ideas he's got, first thing he's going to do is break down those barriers. You know, he's going to yeah. ask you how things are going. He's going to ask you. Yeah, there's nobody 
at work who asked me about the Denver Nuggets more than Jeff Jarrett. And I oh, love it, right? He loves it's, sports, though. He yeah. Really <laughs> so he he always knows how to to break down the barriers. He knows how to to ease his way into a conversation before getting before asking for the thing he's about to ask you for. And I love that about Jeff. It's it's again, he's got that charm to him. Yeah. And watching where he was leading to getting to, okay, I'm about to pitch bringing my wife on screen, but I need to make sure that, all right, Tony. <laughs> warm the crowd you know, up first. <laughs> yeah, he warms the crowd up. You know, he asks about the Jags, asks about all of that and make sure that, you know, everything is good. Everything's all good. And then it's like, all right, now here we go. Let's do this. And it's great. I, I love watching Jeff Jarrett in action. It's something that I didn't truly know existed until my time in aw like i should have known like okay. in hindsight now i've gone through and replayed like every single jeff Jarrett scenario from his career and thinking about how the conversation must have gone to get this going <laughs> <laughs> i love hearing this because i'm not in those rooms same like honestly i think about like the the honestly the birth of tna right like i think about how could that have gone down like now i recognize yeah the conversation that had to have taken place with Dixie to really like break those walls down yeah. before like ultimately, Hey, let's start a wrestling company. Uh, but yeah. So again, what was your conversation? Your first conversation like with, with Tony Khan? Gosh, I, I mean, they're very brief. He's so busy, you know, from being in that room, Aubrey, you know, like you don't really have, I mean, I know people say if they text him or they call him, you know, he always responds, but show days, you do not have access to that man. No. There's a handful of people that do. Very nice guy. Always goes out of his way. You guys know most of the time I have Cody there. Always mm-hmm. goes out of his way to have a conversation with Cody, which warms my heart and automatically. You're in good with me with that. Very kind. Always thanks me. You know, we have our brief conversations at Gorilla, but I really, Jeff does all that. I'm just, I'm kind of there. You know, and I do what I'm told. Whatever I'm told is what I do. I think that's honestly why you and I connected so well. Is just we just kind of both know that our roles is we're along for the ride. Yes. And at one point, Jeff comes up to both of us and is just like, okay, so this is what we're doing today. And then he outlines some ridiculous overbooked segment that is absolutely wonderful and amazing. Yeah. And I remember one time uh, there was one of our most recent on-screen interactions they had said like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll do this. We'll run around the side. You're going to come out and you're going to push Karen. And I find you in the locker room and I'm like, hey, can't wear that. And you had this like <laughs> wonderful like dress with heels on. And I'm like, bitch, I'm pushing you down today. And you're like, oh, I got to go find something else to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I put some shorts on. I covered myself a little bit, you know. Right. But yeah, I'll never pretend to know and you don't. more than what I actually do. <laughs> yeah. I do what I'm told. That's my job. And that's one of the things I have with the younger issues I have with the younger generation. <laughs> Wrestlers, managers, any part of the business. It is a job. We're there getting paid. You don't say no. Yeah. I have big issues with people that say no. Like even when they wanted us to have a match, I may have sent Jay Lethal some texts like, am I, I <laughs> I am not a wrestler. I didn't ask to be a wrestler. I don't want to be a wrestler. Same. But it's what my husband's telling me to do. It's what Tony wants. We did it. You don't say no. I I want to talk a whole lot more about that because I feel like that is a whole segment in itself. And (laughs) we're going to have that and more right here when AEW Unrestricted continues. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. AEW Unrestricted. It's Aubrey, it's Will, and it's the one and only Karen Jarrett. We were talking a little bit about the match. Yeah. Uh, again. <laughs> what? What's that? Literally the most painful day of my life. Can we even call it that? Can we <laughs> call it that? Well, okay. So again, this is one <laughs> of those know. things. I remember being in the room as this was being discussed. I remember Ugh. the conversation. It was double or up. nothing. I, I remember Sanjay talking about it, talking about this is what we're going to be doing. Aubrey's going to be wrestling, like it's and it's Aubrey's going to be on our team. Karen's going to be on our team. We got Papa Briscoe, like so many things happening here. Insanity. So, oh my god, I, I do have to ask first, Aubrey, when you found out you were having this match, what specifically was going through your mind? One of the things I love about working with. Jeff Jarrett and the team, like Jay, Sanjay, Karen, everybody, is that we're all along for the ride, but everything makes sense in the long run. Yeah. So when it got pitched that I was going to get hit in the head with a guitar, I think the inevitable thing was, well, what happens next? Because you don't want to just do something for the sake of doing something. And can we just take a minute and put her over for taking that? (laughs) I mean, like, what in the world? I have a story to tell about that, by the way. Okay, sure. Uh, double or nothing. I'm trying to get a whole bunch of stuff going and I had a guest with me. And so I was like trying to, to walk that guest around. It was one of our special guests we had. And so I got assigned to basically introducing this person to everybody. And I was about to introduce her to Aubrey. And then I see Aubrey talking to Karen. Literally all I hear <laughs> out of Aubrey's mouth was swing for the fences. Yep. Like that's exactly <laughs> what she said. And... <laughs> And I was like, you know what? They're busy right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll find somebody else right now. And I, I walked off at that point. But I remember specifically those are the words that came out of your mouth. Yes. Add a little context to that conversation. I was a, I was a nervous wreck. Oh, we, we both were. <laughs> I love having fun out there and doing my thing. Hitting somebody with a guitar, that was a lot for me. And I can, being out there, I was shaking. Like, if I hurt her, if this messes up her face, if she has to just, and she's like, do it. Yeah. Swing hard, swing for the fences. And I'm like, you're crazy. You are crazy. I'm I'm trying to like walk into a situation. Like if someone else is giving me an opportunity to help put forward their story, my 
stance is always like, what's the best way to do this? So I'm having extensive conversations with Jay Lethal about what is not only the best way to do this, but the safest way to do this. And it's always just swing as hard as you can and put your head down. So I'm like, okay, that's what we got to do. And we're like psyching each other up. Like, it's okay. We can do this. We can do this. Because (laughs) you and I, again, see eye to eye on both these things. Like we know that like we have to do this to help move forward the story in the way that the boys want it to move. Yes. Yeah. And I remember later like telling Dennis Rodman, like swing for the fences. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to do it. Like literally that is how you do the guitar without hurting someone. And you got to follow through, which you really do. did with you. (laughs) (laughs) it was a little like okay this could have gone a little bit better but i think what we did did, we did well yeah yes i think so but to kind of continue that scenario like obviously everyone's like oh my god she's willing to take the guitar show i'm like yeah like i just want you guys to have a good day like i want you guys to tell a good story like and you could have said you could have said no i'm not doing that but you're there but for you work. <laughs> you're getting paid to do a job. Right, exactly. And there's not a lot of opportunities for like me to take a bump on TV. So it was inevitable. <laughs> oh, Karen's here. This is going to happen. <laughs> you have messed with my husband multiple times. Yeah, this this all makes sense. This all is t- yeah. fine. But knowing like, okay, well, we're doing this guitar shot. Where is this going is the next obvious question. Yeah. And I think Jeff's like watching his mind move and go, okay, Hold on. And then fast forward to the part where he's in the room pitching this and Will's just watching this like charismatic person like talk with his hands and explain everything that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And then coming back, he's like, are you willing to have a match? I'm like, I don't wrestle. He goes, it's okay. Neither does Karen. And I'm like, that's not the response. <laughs> yes. 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 I can remember him asking me about it. We were at home and I'm like, I'm not a wrestler. Like, I don't wrestle. He's like, you will be fine. You'll, you're going to do great. You'll be fine. So why don't you talk about how that day went? Because I think I've talked about it a little bit on this podcast before. Totally honest. I was so nervous. I don't remember a lot about that day. I do. Jeff made sure that Sarah, Sarah Stock, produced us mm-hmm. and worked with us because in those types of situations, Jeff and I don't do real well together. <laughs> You know, like he'll have Jay sometimes communicate things to me that he knows like, all right, this probably isn't going to go over real well with her. Jay can, his, the way he communicates with me is much different than the way Jeff does. Cause you know, Jeff, he's all business. Mm-hmm. And even though we have a marriage and a professional relationship, sometimes it's hard to separate the two. So stressed. We got there early that day. I mean, we only rolled around two hours, maybe. Like trying to put something together. Maybe. It was a stressful day. It was so stressful. And I'm pretty certain I accidentally punched you in the face at one point. Okay, well, we could go back to pre-tapes that people probably aren't aware of this where I kicked you in the face with my heel on. Oh, yeah, there was that. <laughs> we are not trained wrestlers. No. And, and at the same time, there's that moment of like – when you do like a pull apart, you want it to feel right. You want to actually yeah. feel like you're being pulled physically. You don't, because I think the audience is smart enough now to look at something and know that, oh, this is fake. Yeah. So you need to put your all into it. And I always hate pull aparts because I'm like, this is where I get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> because someone's going to like throw an arm out or whatever. And we were doing that pre-tape for Rampage. Yeah. Where I come in and just lunge at your neck. <laughs> yeah. And we were getting pulled apart and I think your leg just kicked and I just got nailed right in the chin. <laughs> yeah. That's just what happens. It's it's casualty of war. Like that's that's how a day goes. Because we don't know what we're doing, 
we're like, just do it. Yeah. For real, do it, lay it in, whatever to make it look good. And we had had that talk a little bit about just how women on the internet are criticized a little bit more than than men yeah. for doing things. And it was like, okay, so one, we don't wrestle. So there's already this pressure of what we do has to be good. Yeah. But then this pressure of what we do has to be twice as good because we're going to get shit for it online. Like, yeah. let's be let's be real about it. Torn apart. Yeah, exactly. So I think both of us were going into that day going, oh God, like what we have to do has got to be good. And I think we yes. only had about two minutes in the ring. But I felt like I was hit by a truck. Dude, I couldn't walk for three days. I was just like, <laughs> I had so much more appreciation for everyone in the locker room because absolutely, it was just terrible. Like I, I was just walking around like, give me a walker. I don't, I don't, I can't move anymore. And like, yes. literally just like two minutes, but one of my most memorable two minutes of my career. Yes. I remember being taught how to do a figure four that morning because I, I literally don't know how to even lock up. Like, yeah. we, like Sarah's shown us how to do hair beals. We know nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. So shout out to literally everybody involved in that because yeah. they, they made us look good. They did. And I love that you committed because you took far more bumps than I did. <laughs> it was fun though. You know, and the fans, they loved it. And that's what, Part of me why I love wrestling. And Will, I, you and I had this conversation. I love the soap opera. I love stories. I want to, and I think that's why I enjoy so much being hated or being a heel. I want to hate somebody. I want to feel sorry for somebody. I want to love somebody. And I want to laugh. I want all those emotions in the show. And I can tell that you get a little bit of joy out of giving people those moments. And yeah. the one piece I wanted to also talk about, this was not your first match. No. You actually famously competed in China's final match. Yeah. Which saw you actually take a pedigree from China. Yes. I, I yes. wanted to ask about that. Um, I can remember walking through the curtain after that match and AJ Styles was the first person standing there and he was the last person to tell me like you can do this because we didn't practice that day oh wow that day was a little stressful with her her and i did not go over really we talked in the back but we did not go over it anything it was a difficult day but he was like you got this you got this and then when i went through the back people were standing around like they were so proud of me i felt like a little kid like you know <laughs> but yeah that was i'm not a wrestler <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No. <laughs> I remember that uh, because, yeah, it's almost 12 years ago to the day. It was Sacrifice yeah. 2011. And that was. Look at you. Yo, Will knows everything. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I love I, that. I, I, and look, I, I, if you. That period of, of TNA is like pretty much burned in my brain. I think I, yeah. I have a, a lot of that history pretty well memorized. And, but like I said, it was. It turned out to be extremely significant that, I don't, you know, obviously we didn't know China was going to pass five years later, but. Um, in that moment, that ended up being what yes. was China's last match. And I played a little bit of a different character then because mm -hmm. I was running. I'm going to talk smack and, and I am scared to death. You know, it was a little <laughs> different than the character I'm playing now. Th that whole run for you, would you call that a little bit of a an unexpected run? Did, did you? Oh, or absolutely. And this, like I thought, oh, I'll be there for a couple shows. Mm -hmm. You know, or for the storyline to end with Dax and Cash, you know, through that. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Months later. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. And as much shit as there's talked online about our locker room, 
I actually love her locker room. Dude, it's so great. I love the ladies in AEW. And I look forward to walking in to that locker room. We're a little family. We are. You know, there's always like that family member that you're like, oh, but I pretty much love everybody. <laughs> just kidding. Just hey. kidding. The, the goal is just don't be that family member. But other than that, yeah. it's. Yeah, Aubrey. They <laughs> <laughs> don't put this on me. I thought we were friends now. <laughs> And we're having a lot of fun here. We're going to have a lot more fun. It's right here, AEW Unrestricted. AEW Unrestricted. Will, Aubrey, and we're talking to this bitch, Karen Jarrett. You love to hate me. You love to I hate do me. love to hate you. Mrs. <laughs> oh, God. Mrs. <laughs> so, So we kind of mentioned before the break that like you figured you were going to come in, finish out the storyline with Dax and Cash, and then just kind of like whatever. Yeah. But now you're here, and you're here every week, and you're you're still kind of involved in everything that they're doing. So what has this been like, seeing as this experience is completely unexpected? Gosh, well, I love the alone time with Jeff, mm-hmm. being with him on the road. And I think our group has everything. And I think we're just tapping into what we are going to do in AEW. You know, Jay, I mean, if you saw his promo last week for Eddie, I think people are starting to see another side of him. The passion that he has. Jeff, like you said, Will, you're just seeing what he really offers to the business or what he can do. He looks the best he has ever looked. Oh my God. He's a maniac. Dieting, working out, and what he puts into looking the way he does. And he has his office job. Sanjay, I have a hard time keeping composure out there and staying in character because I hear what's coming out of his mouth. And oh my gosh, it's so hard not to break around him. But he definitely found his calling in this business. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine him and Jimmy Hart out there? <laughs> going? To, I mean... I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. We've got Satnam, another giant. I mean, oh my God. So I'm excited. No handshake intimidates me more than Satnam's. It's like, it literally, you feel like you're being swallowed up. I know. He, I every time I see him, purpose. he's like, hey, well, good to see you. And then shake, stick his hand down, like, here it comes. Yes. And then, like, it's, I lose my hand for all of uh, yes. three seconds. But, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that a lot of people don't recognize. But they see it in the moments, but don't recognize exactly what the group is bringing to the table. When I see things like um, a few weeks ago where MJF was going around looking for partners, you know, he turns down the acclaimed and then turns around and sees you guys. And like the instant crowd reaction, the crowd, that moment where they all kind of collectively groan because they're like, oh, my God. It's yes. <laughs> the heat feeds my soul. Like, it's on, like it feeds my soul. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the look on Sanjay's face as he's telling yes. like, come on, come on, buddy. So entertaining. So great. It was so good. And uh the the value in that, and people don't recognize the value in that heat is is so good. Yes. And yeah, and it's really come together and and come into its own. And of course, now getting to do the stuff with Eddie Kingston and knowing who Eddie is oh, as God, so good. As a personality, and it's almost in direct contrast to what you guys bring to the table, and it, it creates such a great dynamic. Dynamic. I think 
you were kind of the the missing piece there all that time because you know you mentioned the the stuff with the acclaimed at the beginning of the year you kind of existed in the backdrop in in a sense because yeah even though you weren't on screen you were kind of the major catalyst to everything that was happening there correct cheap heat that max used in that but you know yeah, whatever um, <laughs> but but in a sense, it made it so that you existed kind of this entire time yeah. as a part of what was all going on there. And so it made your interest. They were missing a female. Yeah. They really were. They really and were. And I think like that's the thing that I love most about that group is they're all so different. But everyone, Jeff, you, Sanjay, Jay, Satnam, like everyone just compliments each other so well. And yes. like when I got involved and Mark Briscoe got involved, like there was just so much that it's like this works on paper yeah. more so than it like does on screen. It's like, oh yeah, no, like we just knew immediately this was going to work. And I mean, Satnam's new to the business or new to the group, but had a basketball career. But Jay, Sanjay, Jeff, myself, like to succeed in this business, you have to understand getting other people over. That's what they want. You know, if you're getting someone else over, you're, you're elevating yourself at the same time. They're very selfless in this business. Extremely so. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's just all of them. So they're all great people behind the scenes on screen. I just, I hate them all and you so much Thanks. because it's anytime you get a little bit of Jeff Jarrett on screen, there's just this collective groan when everyone's hearing the wee, wee, yeah. wee, wee. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God, he's so, so good. It's although I have to say, by the way, uh, a shout out, Mikey Ruck. <laughs> I, I, I have to give credit into the fact that, like, I'm like fifty fifty on wrestling mashups, right? Like, when we get good mashup themes, like a good one, like Adam Cole and MJF can work, right? Yeah. But honestly, I think the Jay Lethal Jeff Jarrett mashup so is excellent i like when so i hear, i can't even hear jeff jarrett's normal theme anymore because now i'm expecting the jay lethal pieces to kick in it's yes. actually an excellent mashup one of my favorites yes it's so good yep so you've you've been around for a lot of actually really important moments and aew's history just given like when you came in and the craziness that was this summer <laughs> with collision starting with yes. all in what has it been for you to be a part of this moment in wrestling? At this age as well? <laughs> sure. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> hey, bring it. Hey, I embrace, you know, I just had celebrated a birthday, 51 years old. I embrace all of it. Some people don't get to live to be 51. I'm 51. Jeff's 56. We are thriving, mm -hmm. living our best life. Like, I feel like you got to embrace it. Don't think of it as a negative. It's a positive. I'm excited. I mean, and really, the company's still new. Four years is not a long time. There's so much room for growth. And, well, I'm going to get on the online uh, world a little bit and the dirt sheets. <gasps> they love to talk shit on all the companies. But <laughs> how amazing is it to be a part of a company that has three shows? Yes. It's wild. The opportunity for talent, for crew, for production, everybody involved is, it's unbelievable. So I'm very excited. Very excited. It was one of those things where just to think about, like I was at All In and one of the things kind of going through my mind is thinking about all of the people that were involved in that show and how we had all worked hard to get there. And then I loved that you guys got to have the segment with Grado. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. So great. So good. So what so what was good. that like for you? Oh my gosh. I love Grado. Like he's a, little, <laughs> he's a little extended part of our family. We've got a lot of history with him. So just to be even that, you know, it was the pre-show and I was grateful to be any part of that show and just to be there. I know some people are like, oh, it's the pre-show. Like, who cares? You're a part of the show. So fun. The social media response from that side of the world. Unbelievable. I hope we get to work with him again in the future. So fun. Yeah. I, I, again, just being a part of the conversation of that all coming together. Uh, was so okay, great. so see, I'm going to come yeah. find you now that I know you're in, you're in there. Will's got all the dirt. There. I want all the dirt on what my husband's pitching. But honestly, <laughs> um, I... Again, just watching it come together and uh, because I know, you know, there was so much online hype going into it and yes. everybody just wanted to see uh, this happen. I was the radio spot that they mm-hmm. did where he slapped like Cody and I were like, God, you were so aggressive. Like that was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> but it was so entertaining. So good. It was so good. And again, just building that hype and getting everybody wanting to see this moment to the point of where when it finally did happen and you listen to that crowd erupt and like people were just yeah. making their way in and Paul White's involvement, like all of that was just, I thought it was great stuff. And I think my only contribution to that segment, I will tell you. One tiny little contribution I got to have creatively, which was the fact that it had been so long since we had had Paul White on screen. And of course, uh, a lot about our production had changed since then. Yes. For example, we have Mike Mansuri now. Yeah. And Mike Mansuri, of course, came in since Paul White's last appearance. And so Mike Mansuri was not aware that we actually had theme music for Paul White. That also was sung by the guy who sang Paul White's WWE theme. And so it was like, oh, wait, not only do we have a theme for him, it's a recognizable theme? Oh, man. So, like, it was, as this was all coming together, I'm like, wait, 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 we have a Paul White theme. That was, like, my only contribution to that at all. And I'm glad I got to do just a little bit. It's a contribution, though. It's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pro wrestling fans all over the world are inherently nostalgic, no matter what Mm -hmm. it is. Wrestling fans will always look back on things fondly. And so I say all that to say that when it comes to any type of negativity today, just recognize that those negative emotions, negative feelings, those don't, those yeah. don't stand the test of time. They are gone uh, by the time people look back. Because when it comes to wrestling fans, they tend to only look at the stuff they remember positively. And yeah. so uh, it... it I've had this outlook for the last couple of years where anything I don't like today, anything that I feel isn't working today, I'm like, that feeling's going to, that feeling's going to blow away in the wind because I'm going to look back at this moment in 10 years. I'm going to look on YouTube and I'm going to scroll the comments and I'm going to see somebody go, oh, I remember this. This is from my childhood. Like there's stuff I thought was awful from like 20 years ago, right? (laughs) Stuff I think I thought was just the hokiest stuff, terrible Blah, blah, blah. I go find it on YouTube. I scroll the comments and I see nothing but feelings of nostalgia and people going, oh, this is great. This is my childhood. I love it. And so that's the thing. That's what my takeaway from that is pro wrestling will always have a lasting memory in people's hearts. And uh, when it comes to any type of feelings of negativity in the current moment, always think about that. Think about how it's going to be received and remembered in the future. Yeah. We all like something different. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. There's 
you know, the independent scene, multiple companies blowing and going, it, the opportunity's endless for people mm-hmm. at this it's, stage in the game, in the wrestling it's so business. Great. And it's, it's one of those things where I think just kind of feed off of what Will's saying, you guys are so hated on screen. And I think in 10 years, people will look back and go, man, they were so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is so wonderful. Yeah, that's why when I say the hate feeds my soul, it feeds my soul. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Just because you're just a heartless bitch. It's fine. But behind the scenes, I'm not. No, you're you're a wonderful person behind the scenes. On screen, I couldn't hate anyone more. I am so happy we were able to chat with you today, uh, despite you. my best efforts. <laughs> you got on yeah. and it was great. <laughs> well, I avoided emails for as long as I could. Yeah. <laughs> Did you accidentally open it and then realize that there's no turning <sighs> back now? Well, I told Jeff that Stacy sent an email again, and he's like, you really do have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, just collective sigh. Okay, I think yeah. we'll get through this. Yeah. The worst 45 minutes of my life, but whatever. I think no. we did it. <laughs> I am so happy we got to talk to Karen today. She's honestly like the truthfully one of my favorite people I see at work every week. I'm just so excited Same. every time she walks in the locker room, the friggin' smoke show that she is. Oh. Just thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you guys. It was fun. It was, it was. And you can listen to new episodes of AEW Unrestricted every Thursday, all of your favorite podcast platforms, new episodes on Monday on our podcast channel. Just look it up on YouTube so you can see just all of these amazing people on the screen that I get to share time with. So great. Uh, Dynamite every Wednesday, TBS. Rampage every Friday, TNT. Collision every Saturday, TNT. I am Aubrey Edwards with Will Washington and Karen Jarrett. Thank you so much for listening to AEW Unrestricted. Unrestricted.